My name is Judah Epstein, an adventurer from Texas, and I am on the journey with Neville D'Angelo. Hello and welcome to The Journey, your radio show, hosted by Neville D'Angelo, author of A Soundbite Life and Flight of the Fused Monkeys, a PRG Emerging Technologies Forum keynote speaker and founder of Rio Sports. I am Joseph Ellison. Enjoy! Today we are headed for the Amazon jungle. I am your host, Neville D'Angelo, and you are on the journey. Today my guest is Judah Epstein, an adventurer and former SMU student-athlete with a long list of credits to his name. Uh, Those of you who were with us from the times of the Jaguar Pup Show would recall us playing the weekly game, Where in the World is Judah? Well, he is right here today. It will be hard to find or name a country Judah hasn't been to, or the unusual adventures he hasn't undertaken. He took us on the Mars mission, you might recall. We went along on his phenomenal trip delivering the scroll to a Jewish tribe in Africa. Today, he will share his experience competing in the toughest race on Earth, the Amazon Jungle Marathon. Welcome, Judah. Judah, tell us about your experience. Yeah, the uh, Jungle Marathon. It's a uh, a uh, seven-day extreme ultramarathon running through the Amazon jungle. It's about 250 kilometers, and you have to uh, carry carry your, all your gear with you, all your food for seven days, and your and your hammock, and your and your first aid kit, and and all all the everything that you might need with you for seven days, and you basically just run through the jungle. Through, through the Amazon jungle amongst all the wildlife and anacondas and bugs and 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 uh, foliage that can eat you and and you basically just go for seven days and, and it's 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 been considered the uh, toughest that it's been considered the toughest foot race and I think also been considered the toughest uh, race in the, in the world. Hmm. Now, where's the starting point and ending point? Everybody starts together and ends in the same place, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's, it's actually broken up into stages. So when I when I competed in the event, there was about 60, 60, 60 uh, people that entered the event, and it's broken up into stages. So each day is a stage, so everybody starts in the morning mm-hmm. and ends in the evening in the same spot, except for one of the stages, it's, it's a two-day stage. Mm-hmm. So, so most of the nights, people are camping out, in the, in the same area and then start again at the same time in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it's not about who reaches the end point first, everybody, or is it about that? Well, it, it, it is who reaches the end point first, but it's each day is split up. So you get a time for each day gotcha. that you so do it. So it's time like, like with the, just like with a bicycle race? Yeah, so everybody starts same time in the morning, and then the time that you reach the uh, the, the camp mm-hmm. in, the, in the evening, they mark that time that it took, and then they add up the time for the six different stages and whoever has the quickest time over the six, the, uh, the addition of the six stages is the is the winner how, how did you do 
I, I finished about top half. Oh, good. But the but 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 I I also finished dead last. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that to me. Pretty much every day, I think except for one of the days, I was the 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 last person to finish. <laughs> but I finished top half uh. because about half the people didn't finish. Oh. <laughs> Because this this considers such a such a tough race, right? And I'm actually not a marathoner, right? right. I've never run a marathon before. Right. I, I did an eight mile turkey trot in Dallas once, uh-huh. about the longest, right? Right. But so everybody else was was experienced ultra marathoner. Mm-hmm. I actually met one of the guys on the airplane on the way there, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really know what I was getting get into when I when I when I signed up. I was like, oh, jungle marathon. I like going to the jungle. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a like a fun way, to, fun way to see a lot of the Amazon. Mm-hmm. And this one guy I talked to on the airplane, he's he's raced the Eco Challenge. He's raced um, several uh, these extreme races, multi day in Antarctica and mm-hmm. in in South America and Africa, all over the world. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Now I'm ready for the Jungle Marathon." Oh, good, good. Now, now, where are all these people? Where all these people from? Are they mostly from the United States, or I'm guessing they're from all around the world? No, there's only a few people from the United States. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, a lot from Europe, mm-hmm. and um, pretty much from all, all over the world. There's because it was in South America, so we had some 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 locals that that entered, and some people from South America, but probably mostly from Europe and mm-hmm. uh, and um, and pretty much all over the world. The, the, when I when I competed, in it, the guy that that won the event, mm-hmm. he was actually a. Uh, a, a jungle mountain man really? that lived in a in the jungle in a in an island in a, in the in the in the in the Caribbean, okay. and he lived like a mountain man for ten years or so out just out in the jungle. Mm-hmm. And I actually wanted to to see if I could see how he runs because how fast he did I don't understand how he could have done so fast. He must move through the jungle like a jaguar. <laughs> I had to be. I mean, one of the reasons that that I that I finished last each stage is because i wanted to make sure that i finished mm-hmm. so i took my i took more time and more care with with my steps mm-hmm. making sure I didn't, i didn't get injured many people got injured from running and then um and it's pretty much there's there's pretty much there's traps everywhere in the jungle mm-hmm. the, the whole terrain you can trip you can you can fall through mm-hmm. fall through things and, and 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 hurt your leg or fall down and hurt and, and get injured mm-hmm. so i so a lot of times i had to take more care mm-hmm. with my steps to, to to make sure that I, that I wouldn't get injured and that I'd be able to finish the race because mm. my goal wasn't to win I wasn't going to beat the jungle mountain man right. my goal was 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 to was complete to, the event good good now these traps were natural the natural yeah, jungle just traps like there, pretty much there. just nat- the natural jungle terrain there's oh. holes in the ground that might be covered up by foliage and you might right, not see right, it right. there's 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 sticks and logs that you can trip <laughs> over and, yeah. and 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 also I mean, pretty much everything you can think of thorns and mm. everything now um did animals you, bugs did you have a, a, a route a map or or you just had to figure out your own path to get there well they they they, they didn't give you a map and and they, you're not allowed to use gps really but gps wouldn't have worked anyways because of the because the the, 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 the the canopy the mm-hmm. uh, the tree cover mm-hmm. but um because i think the reason they didn't want you to map gps so because you otherwise you could maybe take a shortcut right but um so they, they kind of had the course laid out it was a lot of it was mostly on trails or somewhat of a trail, mm-hmm. and every once in a while they put up one of those little uh, mark t- tie a little string or mm-hmm. the the ribbon into a tree, mm-hmm. so so you can kind of see where you're going. Mm-hmm. But um, I so it's kind of marked, but but you but you have to have you kind of have to have knowledge of of the forest and that kind of be able to just navigate your way through because it's not marked all the time. You have to be able to I mean kind of know where you're going. Mm-hmm. They actually on 
the race they they do this event every year the one they had a few months ago they just put a um put it on uh had a new segment on it on a tv and it was saying that that and they're in the evening stage that most of the racers got got lost right and i think they were lost lost pretty good <laughs> i think most people didn't finish the race because right. they got lost. <laughs> so so you 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 not necessarily you don't have any necessarily have a com- company while you're going do you have like partners or you just uh you you i mean, it's it's kind of up to you i mean like when i went i was i was on my own pretty much most of the time mm-hmm. they 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 had a, um they had a the the Brazilian military their their um, jungle forces mm-hmm. were out there and so they would they would go through at the end mm-hmm. so they kind of like the like the sweep crew so if mm-hmm. there's anybody lying on the trail dead or dying <laughs> they, they they could pick them up pick them up and bring them back so I was so I was normally in the back so by towards the end of the day mm-hmm. then a lot of times they maybe they catch up with me maybe I'd walk, I'd go to the jungle with them a little bit but most of the time I was on my own. Mm-hmm. And most people are on their own most time. I mean, it's 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 an individual event, not a team event. Mm-hmm. But some people they go there with mm-hmm. a friend or a kind of as an informal team, so they 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 race and, and stick together with one of their two friends or so. Some, mm-hmm. some people do that, mm-hmm. but but most people are just out there on their own in the right. jungle. Mm-hmm. What's the what was the toughest part um, of the race for you? The whole race. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was when when I raced, it was. After the first day, I was I was I was okay. I, mean, I was tired, of course, but after the second day, my body was. I think I was done. I was I was dead tired because mm. because just the the terrain was so difficult and and you're doing you're you're working so hard in such extreme. You're 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 make, taking your body to the extreme and the most extreme environment. Mm-hmm. So after that, pretty much second day, I was I was. My body was done, so from there on, it was just pretty much mental willpower just to keep going and finish up. Wow! So, probably, yeah, day day, day two day, at the end of day two, day three on mm-hmm. was, was the most it? difficult part. <laughs> Did you at any time think that okay, this is enough? I've I've I'm quitting this. No. So you were always I think at the think. end of day two. I was well. I was I was a little concerned. That day three, because day three was going to be more miles, mm-hmm. I was concerned that I wouldn't be able to finish the finish the day in time. Because if you, I mean, I I, I knew I, I would keep going, be able mm-hmm. to finish. But if you didn't finish by about night nightfall or so, mm-hmm. then you'd be disqualified. I mean, you'd be, uh-huh. you couldn't take two days to do one a one day stage. You'd be uh-huh. disqualified. Mm-hmm. So I was worried about that. So I um I I got rid of some of the gear in my bag to make my bag lighter. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, I only carried what I needed, but I even got rid of more stuff <laughs> because, and, and my bag was actually was actually a lot heavier than most most competitors. Why? Why? Because you weren't sure. Because I, I carried a lot of food <laughs> and heavier <laughs> food than most people. You want to make sure you hit. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people didn't carry near as much food. Oh, okay. But I figured I'm gonna be running, <laughs> doing working so hard at the jungle. I'm gonna need a lot of food, but still, I didn't have it near as much. You know, I'd be eating at home. But 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 you have to be fetching that food. Now, is that what kind of food did you prepare to fill this trip? Well, the, the food I, I the food I brought was was not what most people brought, but um, but I I think what they brought was more, was more was was more efficient, um, ultra racing um, I mean uh, foods. What, but what I brought I brought trail mix. Mm-hmm. I brought a lot of trail mix and uh, and protein bars, just different mm-hmm. types of protein bars, and MRE meals, the, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. military meals ready to eat. Mm-hmm. But just the meal part of it, so not the entire mm-hmm. thing. I just took out of the 
the the lasagna or whatever and just just brought that mm-hmm. and then i brought protein powder mm-hmm. which that that probably wasn't that that part probably the protein powder probably wasn't that good of a, a thing choice. to breathe all right why? but 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 i think that's one of the things that i got rid of a lot of mm-hmm. after day two now why wasn't that good because you didn't uh, i'm making assumptions why what why, why wasn't that good um i I, th- i think i realized more later i mean i figured i would need a lot of protein mm-hmm. but i probably should have brought more heavy carbohydrate item and a lot of protein because mm-hmm. the protein probably need more after because but but there's still a lot of research done for these or they're trying to figure out there's there's not really an answer for these for for, for multi-day events mm-hmm. what's the best way to, to fuel yourself or the mm-hmm. because there's not there hasn't been a lot of research done on these so some of the people that are entering these events are, are trying to figure out to figure out what's the best way you know to make sure that you're that um, salt intakes and electrolytes mm-hmm. there's people have different ideas on what's the best way to, to do that mm-hmm. but i think one of the big things is, is it was hard to eat i figure you know i hear at home i, I if i make a a, a protein shake mm-hmm. you know, i mix it up in the blender put some milk in right. it put a banana in it right. mix it up real good and it tastes good right and, that's and, what I, yeah. in the jungle i had the powder right. and i had a little water bottle that's what I was and i just about. put it in i don't have any milk i don't have a banana i don't have a blender i can just shake it a little bit right. i'm too tired to shake it good i pretty much just pour it in give it a couple of shakes and try to drink it so that, I could that's drink what i was thinking for a few days i could drink it right. and then after a few days i gave it to the to the brazilian jungle the, forces guys <laughs> they, they were happy to have it well good, good. <laughs> well um at the end uh, uh, you, you know you said you you're the top half but the last <laughs> of the top half because the bottom half dropped out yeah. uh, of the race what was your feeling now that you reached the end of the race what was that like i i, I wanted lunch <laughs> that that's what the last day that's what that's that's what was standing because Because I only had the food I had in my bag, right. and I said at the end of the race, the, the race ended in in the small town. There's gonna be there's gonna be a a lunch. There's gonna be um, all you can eat buffet. Mm-hmm. So I was real excited for that, and I wanted some chicken. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to some of the, the race volunteers mm-hmm. the night the night before the last race, and asking about the food, mm-hmm. and I asked them is there gonna be chicken and and this and that, asked them different things. Mm-hmm. So I remember the last day I was thinking. I need to get through. I need to finish up, and I can go get some myself a good lunch. All right. But <laughs> and did you get that? Did yeah. you get a good lunch? That's good. Yeah, how, how long did you stay in uh, Brazil for a long after the race, or did you come straight back home? Nah, I, I went home about like the next day, I think. And how long did it take you to recover? Um, for I, I had a stick with me, mm-hmm. the 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 stick that I carried through the jungle, mm-hmm. and I kind of used that like a paddle kind of even because my legs were so tired mm-hmm. from running mm-hmm. so here I can use my arms mm-hmm. so I would kind of switch off with my especially on the uphills right. I kind of used it in a way kind of like a kayaking paddle right, to help propel right. me forward <laughs> so I remember for a couple of days I, I still carry that stick with me everywhere oh boy <laughs> that was my favorite stick I got it up hanging in in, the, in my living room oh, at okay. home I'm gonna have to get a picture of that but um <laughs> But I think for because because and my 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 feet were and pretty much everybody's feet were in really bad shape. Mine weren't as bad as a lot of people, mm-hmm. but but blisters and swelling. Mm-hmm. So I don't even I didn't put on shoes for several days, maybe up to a week or so. Wow! But uh, I think for for the next for I I remember I went to work. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I I probably got back on like a Saturday or something Sunday, and then Monday I went to work. 
And and where I work, it's not just sitting in the computer; it's right. working in the, in the workshop. Mm-hmm. But I didn't work; I just basically sat at my desk and just <laughs> sat there and didn't do anything <laughs> all day. Oh boy! And then, and and then we also we go on jobs out in the uh, field, in the mm-hmm. oil field. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think I was gonna be able to. Do, I didn't think I'd be able to put my boots on, mm-hmm. my steel toe boots on to go out and work. Mm-hmm. But they sent me out on a job like mm-hmm. the next day. Oh boy! But actually, I was lucky; it was an easy job. It was basically just sitting hotel standby oh, okay. so i sat in a hotel for a week <laughs> so that actually worked out really well because i just sat in the hotel for a week and just just recovered cool. right. and didn't really do anything other than check up on my emails for a week now if you were to go and do that race today or or somebody was getting ready to to think about doing the race what would you tell them how would you tell them to get prepared what would you tell them to do uh, I, I actually did go back I, I, I competed in and I went back as a medic uh, afterwards and I might go back thinking about maybe go back as, again as a medic again yeah. sometime later but but for for for, for how you would prepare <clears throat> when I got there it actually kind of felt like all the race preparations that I did mm-hmm. didn't really help because it was <laughs> so hard anyways <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because I mean because there was a lot, a lot of up and down terrain it's mm-hmm. not mountains but it's a lot of a lot of up and down mm-hmm. and here in Dallas there's where I live it's not up and down mm-hmm. it's not hills I did I did find a little hill by the lake that I would run up and down mm-hmm. and I did run around the lake a lot you know run but I was only like 10 miles so mm-hmm. I think my training probably my training wasn't sufficient mm-hmm. for the race mm-hmm. um but I think I think a lot of some people that are training they train for up to a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, in addition to already being in top shape and they're kind of mm-hmm. doing it, and maybe they they do other marathons, other remote mm-hmm. marathons, mm-hmm. and then they figure I'm gonna do the jungle marathon, and then a, for maybe a year or so they train mm-hmm. specifically for the jungle marathon, mm-hmm. and then they, but that's they're already in top shape before that. Mm-hmm. But um, so that would probably you'd probably want to train for substantial am- amount of time. But I think my main advantage, especially over over the Europeans, mm-hmm. they were more used to the hills. I had a tougher time with the hills, but I was used to the heat. That's uh, what most of the Europeans had a problem was was you're soaked in sweat the entire time. It's mm-hmm. it's very hot. It's, it's humid. Mm-hmm. But my body is used to that. I've grown up in Dallas, in, mm-hmm. in Texas, played sports all day throughout the summers in the heat. Mm-hmm. So so I'm I'm used to working in the heat. I'm used to being drenched in sweat i'm used to being dehydrated and mm-hmm. keep on keep on going mm-hmm. some of the europeans they 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 weren't as as used to that i remember when i went back as a medic one of the guy we we had to evacuate out of the jungle mm-hmm. he was from switzerland and he was a big runner in switzerland we had to carry him out out on a stretcher mm-hmm. and we brought him back to the to the camp and we're giving him and given a an, an, an iv to replenish his fluids and he was like and i think we sent him on a boat and sent him home he didn't even stay to the end he was mm-hmm. like I'm never coming back to the jungle. I'm from, I'm from the Switzerland mountains. This this terrain is not for me. Right, right. So if you're from Europe, mm-hmm. it would probably be if you don't live in a hot area. Mm-hmm. The training I would recommend is go somewhere mm-hmm. where it's hot and humid and train there. We'll be right back. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions. And we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books, A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet, A Time to Begin Again, all of which can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. I am back with our guest and my friend, 
extreme adventurist Judah Epstein. True to form, Judah was not satisfied with one extreme trip to the Amazon jungle. He went back, but this time as a medic. Judah, how different was this trip? It was a lot different in terms of that that I, I, I got to see why people didn't finish. Yeah, okay. When I was planning to go back as a medic, I I thought I'd be sitting sitting in the jungle looking looking at the wildlife, looking at the monkeys, and just kind of <laughs> just kind of hanging hanging around. Right. But I was wrong. We were busy. I was busy the whole time mm-hmm. working as a medic because mm-hmm. there were so many injuries. Mm-hmm. There were when I when I competed in it, half people didn't finish, but I didn't really know that much why because I was still out going mm-hmm. through the jungle. Right. I was hiking through the jungle. I got back. Mm-hmm. I got to camp, put up my hammock, and went to sleep. I didn't really know what was going on with everybody else. Right. But when I went as a medic. After after the the first day when people were setting up their hammocks in that camp, we had three or four seizures, mm-hmm. and seizures were caused by improper electrolyte imbalance, mm-hmm. either not having enough electrolytes or having maybe taking too much salt intake to try to replenish your mm-hmm. electrolytes. And we had we evacuated a few people out on a, on a, on a speedboat to to take them to, to town. And um, one guy, he was in seizure for about eight hours, Whoa. which is, I think, unheard of. Normally, Whoa. if you're Whoa. in a seizure for right. a few minutes in the right. city, that's right. really bad. I mean, you get to the hospital immediately, and they, they fix you up. I mean, or they, 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 they stop your seizure, seizure pretty quick. So we had a lot of, a lot, I mean, that first day we had a few serious injuries with seizures and um, and pretty serious injuries. And then, But th- throughout the time, mo- most of the, 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 the injuries... Were, were caused by by improper hydration mm-hmm. and then also feet mm-hmm. feet maybe weren't so much injuries but just feet being in such bad shape mm-hmm. blisters so bad and and feet torn up mm-hmm. that, that that's th- those were the probably the two main reasons why people were not able to that people dropped out of the race because mm-hmm. uh, um, hydration and feet and then of course yeah you know people that with their uh, twisted or broke or, I mean hurt, hurt their legs or um, so they, you know, they couldn't run. We actually didn't have. I think we had some people with some bites, like bug bites or something, but not too bad. We actually didn't have people that get that get hurt by wildlife. There were people that saw jaguars and had encounters with jaguars mm-hmm. and anacondas, really? but people didn't actually get injured by by but, the bigger wildlife. No, no. Did you see any of those? Did you get a chance to? <laughs> no, I, di- I didn't. I didn't see any jaguars or anacondas on. When I was in Venezuela previously, I right, saw right. an anaconda, caught an anaconda. Mm-hmm. But the, when I raced in the event, the the second day, when um when I was I was towards the back, mm-hmm. and I was at the back with with one other guy, the guy who's actually raced all over the world, but he he hurt his leg, so he was going slow, mm-hmm. and we were at the last checkpoint going back to the to the base camp, mm-hmm. and um and the the people the medics at the last checkpoint said. That, that a lot of people had seen seen uh, jaguar mm. on the on the course. Jaguar, mm. I guess, had just been sitting by the trail watching everybody, waiting to eat you guys, waiting for the stragglers <laughs> in the back, yes. waiting for the guys, two guys in the back, the stragglers barely making it hobbling across, right. waiting waiting to eat those guys. And it was get, starting to get to be dark, right. near dark. Right. So they, the medics told us, you can't go that way. They're gonna eat you. It's gonna start to get dark. You guys are the stragglers. You can get eaten. The jaguar is waiting for you. So we had to get a different. They get, we had to get redirected a different route. Right, right. Now, how do, how do the medics? Obviously, the medics um, transport themselves differently from the people who are in the race. So, how do they travel through the jungle? 
on the, we have some uh, boats. Most most of the the race, it's actually not too far from the river. Okay, so yeah. so so we could take a boat through the river yeah. and then to, to stop off the land and then hike through hike through the the land for a mile or less. So so the if, if somebody's in trouble, how do they communicate to you? Is everybody has a means of communicating, or you guys have to just comb through and and find out what's going on, leg or so. Well, if somebody got injured in the middle of the jungle, they would have to make it to the to the next checkpoint. Oh, okay. Or so, or they would have to advise another runner. Uh, like one of the guys when um that the guy that uh, um he, he injured his leg, he was able to keep on go, but very slowly. Mm -hmm. And and I passed him, and and and. And when I passed him, he, he, he told me to inform the people at the next checkpoint. Gotcha. It's an hour or so more for me to get to. Gotcha. So that, you're good. That, that, that he was injured, but he's okay. He's going to he's, 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 he's gonna drop out, but he'll meet him up once he gets to the checkpoint. Right. Just so people might not be wondering where he's at, worrying about him. So, so basically, you had, to, you had to get to the next checkpoint, checkpoint. Okay. or yeah. advise another runner mm -hmm. to inform you. To inform them about about you. I know. Yeah. I, I, the guy that we that we had to evacuate out of the jungle on the stretcher from Switzerland, mm. we found out about him because another runner had come in and said, "Does the guy collapsed out in the jungle?" Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this this is rough. You are on the journey, and it's time for our question of the week. Our question of the week is this. What daily routines make the most positive, lasting difference in your life? Yes, that question is, what daily routines make the most positive, lasting difference in your life? The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. Thank you so much, Judah. And you can meet us at Rio Sports. That is R-Y-O-S-P-O-R-T-S. Yes, meet us at riosports.com. Have a beautiful week. See you next week.